What is AI 2.0? How expensive is it to train large language models such as GPT-3? What impacts do language models have on society? And how are researchers approaching the harms? Hey everyone, I'm Alex Kastrunas, and this is AI News, the number one show for the latest topics and trends in artificial intelligence. Subscribe to this channel to get the latest episodes of AI News, and let's dive in. First up, what is AI 2.0, and why are industry leaders such as AWS, IBM, and Google adopting it? According to a recent Tech Republic article, five advances bringing AI 2.0 into the market are transformer networks, synthetic data, reinforcement learning, federated learning, and causal inference. These advances address some of the limitations AI has faced so far, such as accuracy, speed, and data. AI 2.0 is characterized by language, vision, and data generation, meaning it is more generally robust than AI 1.0 technologies, which rely on task-specific models and centralized training. For more information on these new technologies, be sure to follow the link in the description below. Next, as language models become more complex, making use of millions to trillions of parameters, the cost of compute necessary may reach $1 billion or more. Language models are becoming powerful enough to solve problems far broader than simple text analysis and generation. This level of performance comes at a cost, with language modeling being one of the most expensive domains in machine learning today. Companies see the potential for these models to bring in billions of dollars in revenue, but what does it really cost to train them? Follow the link in the description for a breakdown of the costs associated with building a computing cluster capable of training language models such as GPT-3 and beyond. Speaking of GPT-3, could it be possible to let an AI assistant read and respond to your emails? Researchers from University College Maastricht have set out to do just that. It could make sense to allow an AI assistant to read and respond to emails in the interest of saving time on routine tasks. The researchers were mostly concerned with giving this approach a try using GPT-3 in order to assess whether or not their approach would be viable. Unfortunately, even though GPT-3 can provide useful information about the world, it isn't a great secretary. The research is an interesting read, but don't hold your breath waiting for a text generator that can respond to emails. In other news, OpenAI and Stanford researchers are urgently working to understand the impacts large language models have on society. Time is running short as open source projects such as GPT-NEO aim to replicate GPT-3, which puts the OpenAI researchers in a position to establish sound principles for later developers to follow. Large language models use training data from the internet. This approach provides a wealth of data, but has notable drawbacks. For example, GPT-3 has been demonstrated to show significant biases. Researchers also disagree about who is in the best position to set the rules others must follow, with many arguing for or against governance in the domain of language modeling. Addressing the harms of language models is an essential piece of the process to ensure that AI technology is safe and beneficial at scale. Our next story continues with the question of who is responsible for setting ethical AI guidelines. Recent controversies over technology that makes classifications on sensitive features such as race and gender have escalated concerns about ethical reviews in computer science research. One example comes from a project called Speech to Face, which aims to recreate the face of a person from only audio of their voice. 
The project proved to be controversial, raising questions about whether research projects should be stopped for ethical reasons and whether the current ethical guidelines are sufficient. Some argue that having computer scientists review the ethics of research projects is insufficient, and review boards should be more interdisciplinary and diverse. Just as important as deciding what the ethical principles are is who gets to decide them. For more detail on this intriguing debate, be sure to follow the link in the description. Our last story this week covers a new benchmark for language generation known as GEM. Researchers from more than 40 labs, including Intel, Microsoft, and Google, developed GEM to streamline the language model testing process. GEM is supposed to measure NLG progress across 13 datasets, with various tasks being performed in multiple languages. Having a consolidated benchmark develops standards for evaluation using both human and automated methods. The introduction of GEM should allow researchers to more clearly measure the progress of various NLG models and facilitate a more unified research community. Well, that's it for this week's Top AI Headlines. Be sure to subscribe to this channel if you haven't already, and check out the description below to learn more about everything covered in today's show. Thanks again, and I'll see you in the next episode of AI News.